And so I says to the guy. Yeah, what? I says, it makes a lot of sense that they call it diarrhea because you're always in such a dire situation. That's what you said to the guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Who was the guy? Explain. It's really none guy. of your business. Did he have a beard? I don't want you to know. Did he have a nose? It's not important. You can't tell me if the guy had a nose or not. I think you should back off. All right, I'll back off. It's podcast. It time is. Everybody. Welcome to Couple Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And dear God, we've got a guest today. Oh, As you probably I, saw. Yeah, dear God, the, huh? Yes. We're praying this episode. This we is are. our first religious episode. And we have religious Rob. I don't know if he is. But it's not our first religious. We did Jesus Christ Superstar. That was quite religious. <laughs> That's one, only when my dad refuses to listen to because he's afraid it's going to be too blasphemous. And it wasn't bad. <laughs> Welcome, yes, Rob, Rob is here. Rob is uh, sitting is here. Sitting. I never feel like I'm. I'm very, very nervous about saying your name all the Why? time. Sitting. Yeah. yeah. Like like sitting like like yes. I'm cleaning a chimney. No. I've or heard, I've like sitting. You know whatever. I just, I listen to Sudinj. Has anyone yeah. said that? Sudinj. Rob Sudinj. Well, I've always mispronounced my last name before and now, so I feel like I'm going to say it wrong on microphone. Well, you've said it wrong a thousand times. I've been I've, you apologize I've pronounced to this man Gibson as Gibson times. my whole life, and it's technically Isert, isn't it? I guess if you're going to be not German about it and pronounce an S like an S, but if you're going to go full it's Isert. Heil Hitler salute, we're going to say Isert. And in this house, we serve the Lord uh, and Hitler. So our old uh, band teacher, my old band teacher Norton, he would say Sam. I cert on the drums, and I'd be like, and go up my back, but I never said anything about it. Good old Norton. Did you, were you, in, you weren't in band, were you? Yeah, I was. What did you do? I don't remember. Oh, no. Well, for freshman year, I played clarinet. That's right. And then oh, I was in fuck bass yeah. And That's then I was in right. pit crew for a while. Wow. Yeah. Look at all these things that you don't remember. You're I'm, such an asshole. Dude, it's horrible. <laughs> I used to think when I was growing up, I was like, I'm going to remember everyone's name. I remember every teacher, and now mm-hmm. I'm like, you were there? My biggest memory of Rob was a trip to the movies. That I'm sure uh, scared <laughs> oh. the shit out of him for that <laughs> night. Because <laughs> yeah. we were being little rebels. <laughs> Do you remember what movie we saw? Shaun of the Dead. It was Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I like that movie. Which coincidentally is the first time that I heard a Smith song. Is that in the movie? For like three seconds. Ooh. Wow. Did you remember it or you just watched it again and you're like, holy shit, that song's In there. hindsight. Uh, wow. Do Am I allowed to tell the story? <laughs> Well, let me, uh, let me put a disclaimer on this. <laughs> this is a disclaimer. Well, you're older. Uh, you were kids. Yes. I was. I was 16 at the time. 16. So you know, I've you know reformed my life. <laughs> He's reformed his life. And Sam has not. Continue, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> we were doing certain illegal things that involve a plant, and I was driving, and a cop pulled us over. Oh, I remember. And he story. ran my license. And it came back that I like, didn't even like exist or I didn't have a, or maybe I didn't have my license. You didn't have your license and you didn't know your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> I know it now. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do, but I'm not going to say it on well, the I podcast. Know your, I know it. It's one, 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 one. You could tell the cop was trying to give us a break and let us go, but you, you were just know. making it so hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually he just looked at Adam, right? Yeah. It was like. It was Ohio, thank God. We he was like, you drive. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, which one of you have a driver's license? <laughs> and we're all just like, uh. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about my biggest memory with Rob. I, uh, one of my best friends, I fucked her over. And then Rob got really mad at me because he was her roommate and screamed at me on the phone. Oh, did I really? <laughs> 
I don't even remember oh, that. That's horrible. Who, who is this? It was Sharon. That's horrible. I did something that I shouldn't have done, and I fully admit that it was the wrong thing. Well, and good for you. There was another former friend who's a total piece of shit and a shit starter who was pregnant at the time but couldn't drink. So she just shit talked the whole time while there was like a little party going on at your place and talked a lot of shit about me. And then I started getting these phone calls that people were screaming at me Wow! because she uh, said that I, but she made it seem much more like, which it, it was wrong, period. Did I call you and scream at you? No, you weren't there. Yeah, because I but would it be was like, made to be much this. more <laughs> malicious than it actually was. And uh, which I mean, whatever, that's fine. You're young, you're drinking, you hear something, whatever, it's fine. I think um, Rob should yell at you again right now. <laughs> <laughs> you you can do whatever you want, uh, but that's my memory. That's my biggest memory of Rob. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> you was, screamed uh, at me. I was drinking a lot back then. Uh, it was also <laughs> technically kind of valid, so I I. I I didn't do a nice thing, so well, it was my fault. It's all in the past, but for those who don't know, I don't hold Rob any and I went to, We all went to school together for a very long time. We're all time. stupid kids, and we make mistakes, and we're not necessarily those people anymore. Rob yeah. and I dissected animals in class together. Yeah. This is this is how our podcast works. Most of our guests are nobody. They're just people that I oh, went that's to school nice. with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that includes us. We're just people who bought microphones. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like we get celebrities. No, but I mean, you just what? insulted everyone who's All ever right. been on. All right, let me take it back. <laughs> everyone sucks, but Rob. <laughs> oh, can't wait till more people that, come back Zach. on the podcast. Take soon. that, motherfuckers. Oh, even your boss. He's the next guest scheduled. Zach, no, he's not. Probably the nicest he's guy that you'll ever meet. <laughs> True, <laughs> but fuck you. <laughs> but fuck you. So, like I said no. before, we are a review. That's so hard for me to say. We are a review podcast, unless I specifically enunciate. Uh, and we have a guest here to give us an album. Yeah, and basically. I'm interested to know some things about this, about mm-hmm. your connection to this band and this album and things like that. So what say we get this going? Zach, I almost called you Zach, you because, you know, Zach. because you just said Zach. <laughs> God damn it. Rob. Uh, tell us the album. What Give the reviewing? people what they want. So it is The Queen is Dead by The Smiths. Ah, Morrissey I will say I, himself. I'm aware of The Smiths. I'm aware of Morrissey. I've never listened to any of them before this before. Really? So this was new to me and I think new to Sam. Absolutely. Smiths are one of those bands that I've heard of my entire life, especially when you ride the line next to like alternative music. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You just like hear the name and I heard the name Morrissey my whole entire life, but I never took a dive. No. <laughs> so this is, so these you are fresh forced waters. me to jump in the waters of <laughs> Lake Smithy Taka. <laughs> Doesn't that not work? Did that not work? It's not very good. All right. You want to start the first song? I applaud your effort. (laughs) All right. Let's listen to the title track. The Queen is Dead. The Queen is Jade. (laughs) Do we know? Sorak, you a big Smiths fan. For people that aren't watching, and who knows if video will make it out anyway. uh, Are you a big Smiths fan? Because he's wearing a Smiths shirt. I am. Um, I mean, I probably couldn't tell you the name of every single song, but I can't tell you the name of every single song of any band so i'm right there with you, you know, i mean like my, i'm obsessed with is... guar but i can't tell you i'll be <laughs> yeah. like oh, i know the rhythm i can tell you that it goes do 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 but i don't know what it's called <laughs> yeah we're all rocking our muscles today by the way rob comes with this oh, uh fitting shirt he's all buff and shit i mean i don't even need to talk about <laughs> Look at those. jesus right there look at that <laughs> yeah identical yeah. do you want know. me to have arms like that would i would that be not rat arms, as I'm called right now? <laughs> rat arms. 
every woman wants to feel safe. Is <laughs> those make you say. feel safe? Er than those do. <laughs> I mean, if you want an honest answer, of course. But I don't. When he walked in, I was like, Jesus Christ! But I would never say, Sam, you need to work out for me because then I'd have to work out for you. <laughs> and no one wants to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. That was a very so good, okay, what is your introduction to the Smiths? I'm curious. Yeah, how's this happen? So I found the Smiths later in life. You know, because when I was younger, I'd probably listen to nothing other than metal. And I think shortly after I got back from my combat deployment, I uh, started branching out, you know, because I went through this whole, like, quarter life crisis of who is Rob Sitting? What is Rob Sitting like? You know, and it's like, so I started listening to a lot of different bands. And it was the first time in my life that I actually had the Internet because I had it in my barracks room. And I grew up out in the country. So, you know, it took me like three days to download, you know, Slipknot, the first album, you know, <laughs> and every time a phone call would come in, I'd get so upset, I'm like, you're ruining it! Uh, yeah! <laughs> oh, the good old days. But, but uh, so, I, I was a big fan of 80s music, you know, because I grew up with that because of my mom, and then, uh, you know, I, I always liked that punk era, and I just happened to find the Smiths on accident, and I realized that I already knew a bunch of Smiths songs, I just didn't realize it was the Smiths. Huh, I wonder if I know Smiths songs and I don't know. I didn't know any of these. Well, that was that, uh, that one from Shaun of the Dead I was talking about, that panic on the streets of London. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. was Smith. I didn't either until I started diving in. Yeah. So what happens next? Are you, like, how did you find the Smiths? Like, so no one actually said, I like the Smiths? Or did you just Smiths? go, I'm going to look up the surfing. Smiths now? Well, it was just a related channel surfing gotcha. YouTube. Gotcha, gotcha. The YouTubes. Or Pandora back in the day. How long was your drive in the morning to school if you lived out in the country? That's how that's how I gauge how far people lived. Uh, Were you the first on the school bus? I lived out towards Peppertown. So it was oh, that's right. Oh, he's a Peppertown kid. You were a Cherie bus kid, weren't you? Yeah, Cherie bus kid. Because uh, you were friends with Daniel. Yeah, because that's how we... Because yeah. I saw his shirt and I was like, hey, that's a Slipknot shirt. And he's like, you're also wearing a Slipknot shirt. And I'm like, cool. I'm sitting here. We also <laughs> live in the same town. It just so happened. Let's that's... bump bellies. <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to bump the Slipknot shirts together. Isn't that what Slipknot fans do? I've never once bumped my belly I'm with a Slipknot sure. fan. I heard that that's Wait. what Slipknot fans do. I guess unless you count a mosh pit, then I've bumped a lot of bellies with a lot of people. What's that on your shirt? (laughs) A Slipknot shirt? I didn't even realize what I was doing. (laughs) I've had this since, like, uh, like the first album came out. This shirt has, like, traveled. It went to Kent because I went through my little, like, because I don't like any Slipknot album besides the first one still, but even there. I was all right. Yeah, ooh, it's the first guy who's ever said that to me. Everyone loves Iowa. Um, Supplemental verse again. <laughs> yeah, Rob and I are on the same page. It's come to Slipknot. So, but then for a little bit, I was doing this thing where, like, I don't even like the first one. It's new metal bullshit, you know? Because I was, like, super death metal guy. And I got, gave the shirt to Kent, and then later I was like, can I that shirt back? <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's blue. <laughs> colors popping with colors. That's why I wore your girl's... A uh, girl's sweatshirt. What a jacket? Is it's that what they're called? It's been yours for years. It's a yeah. It's a sweatshirt. My buff deltoids. Yeah, <laughs> we're all are showing your toys? your deltoids. <laughs> those are my airplanes. Delta. <laughs> Check out these ankles. <laughs> I fucked up my ankle falling on the ice on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So you hear the Smiths? Are you first like? Are you like yes from immediate? 
play, or did it take some time to like get used to it and it, learn to love it? It took me a little time to warm up to them. Yeah. Um, I think I heard one of their hits first, you know, yeah. and it was kind of like, well, this is all right. And then I started diving deep. And, you know, there's some songs that, you know, I got to be like completely smashed to hear, you know, it's like, this is so depressing. Like, I've never been suicidal in my life, but mm-hmm. if I was, I'd probably slip my wrist to the Smiths. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Okay. So since it's such. I've read, because I don't know what's going on a lot of the times with uh, Morrissey. I can't really understand what he's saying, but I did look at some of the lyrics. It seems to be very melancholy. I didn't know if there was, like, a connection of you being depressed and finding the Smiths. So, I mean, I was a little, I was really depressed when I got out of the Army, I think, and I think that's when I started really, because I started listening to him, uh, like I said, post-combat deployment. And then when I got back, I was like so miserable because I was like, you know, had that separation feeling, you know, I didn't quite know where I was in my life. Did you, did you feel like such a group in the army that when you left it, you're like, oh, what do I have now? <laughs> yeah, they pretty much threw you out. And I'm like, Damn. I don't know what to do with my life. You yeah. Know? It's like, this was it. And, you know, and then I started, so I started listening to all this music and stuff. And me, I've always been like that. It's like, you know, when I got to figure stuff out, it's always been a bottle of whiskey and, you know, some headphones, you know. That's just the way I deal with you, stuff. You have always been music guy. I remember talking music with you in class, in Lynch's class. And, oh, yeah. Like, we would talk. Movies and music. A lot of Jethro Tull, I remember. But. <laughs> That's why I thought you'd be a good guest for the podcast, because I know you're a music guy. But I do want to know, because I don't actually know, when did you serve? I How old were you? I joined, I was 21 when I actually enlisted. I, it was 2008. I remember I joined on a New Year's Eve dare or bet. Oh, God. Whoa. Yeah. That's quite a bet. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've been talking about it for years. Okay, and, I didn't uh, know that. You know, it's kind of one of those things. I'll bet you $100 you won't enlist. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, I will. Yeah. And sure enough, a couple months later, I was then uh, followed through <laughs> on a plane. So, you, I mean, but you're happy that you did that. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't take it back. You don't seem like you Look would. Look at him. I, not to be insulting, but Rob was not cut like this in high school. He was a scrawny little boy. He's also not been in the military for a long time, so but I don't think it's the military. Like I think it's just him and who he is, uh, yeah. which is why he's stuck with but it. And do takes you think care you got the mentality from the army? Yeah, I think the discipline came, but I think it was part of my insecurities when I was younger too. Yeah, because you know I was always kind of scrawny, and except when I had that chip gut. You know, chip gut. Yeah. Well, you know, I was drinking a lot of beer and stuff. So. <laughs> and then I got really like when I enlisted, I was 145 pounds. I'm like 190 now, I think. Wow. Yeah. A fucking a muscle tiny baby. Bit. <laughs> little tiny boy. But, you know, after post arm, it's like, you know, I didn't want to go back to being, you know, just like scrawny Rob, you know. And it's like, I think I got Slob, a, Rob. I got obsessed with it, you know, and I used to lift a lot of weights. Now I do mostly like body weight and stuff because it like, you know, my back's all jacked up because oh, yeah. I was a paratrooper and stuff. So it's like, wow, paratrooper. So I how many planes ask. have you jumped out of? OK, yeah, that's a really that's a good one. <laughs> I didn't have too many. Mine was only about 15. <clears throat> too that's many. still a that's lot. A lot. <laughs> planes. I was in for four years and then I think my cousin did that too. 12 months of it was a combat deployment. So we didn't jump during that. Huh. But I still, you know, carrying a lot of weight on my back, you know, kind of, I think that kind of jacked it up a Does little bit. Does it fuck your ankles up? <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. My I'm knees are shit. I'm sure. Like, okay. I see you I take skateboarding, it back. and I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. But I was like, there's no way in hell. That I'm <laughs> lucky I didn't do anything extraneous that fucked up my ankles or knees through any part of my life. So I'm allowed <laughs> in my 30s to skate. But I will say this. When you hurt yourself, it really, really hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um I take it back earlier. Rob is the best guest we've ever fucking had. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, let's see. Um, I, I want to ask this question, but I have a feeling it could uh, bring the room down. So if it does, I apologize. Have you ever killed anybody? 
Oh, oh I'd rather not talk about oh, it. Oh, so he yeah. has. Horrible. So he's coming for all of you. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I, that's a lot of people serve and don't actually, they're not in combat. They're not in duty. They just go through like training and they do like small stuff. So the fact that you are actually in the shit is kind of, is wild. I've, uh, I'll it's just, horrifying. I'll just put it this way. I've been in a few engagements that made my asshole pucker. So. <laughs> That's a way to yeah. say it. It's horrifying. <laughs> that's a way to that's say it. That's those situations where I'm yeah. like, I mean, there's always terrible. somebody that's. Well, I didn't terrifying. mean that in like a positive way, but I'm just curious because that's a huge fucking thing to have to bear for the rest of your life. I mean, that's something that carries with you as well when you leave the military. I think it helped so that I was a little so older much. when I went. You know, it's like and I so they're like straight out of high school, yeah. like a lot of people do when they're still babies. Yeah, Babies. that's good. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I'm not judging this, you. Or this anything, whole episode's so. going to be depressed because of the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, not necessarily. Let's move along to the next song. Frankly, Mr. Shankly. Yeah, this song's got more bop to it. Yeah, oh yeah. So they're they're like this great mix between like uh, punk and this 1960s pop rock, you know, that they got going on. Okay, yeah, I can hear that. It's like that. a new age singing style, but I don't think the music sounds new age. I think vocally he has almost like a new age tone sometimes that sounds oh, very sure. of the time, but I don't think they sound new wave. I think they... But I think that they existed like right next, like at the same time as new wave, right? I what? think you would call them new wave, wouldn't you? Well, from what I've read, they kind of started as a protest against new wave because they wanted to go back to that four piece, you know, 19 1960s sound, you know, like they're, Beatles they're actually stuff. playing yeah. their instruments, yeah. you know, it's not all synthesizers. And I'd never thought about that. They are playing all the instruments. That's this cool. This was released, by the way, June 1986. So, were you even born yet? That was a month before I was born. I was, I was still in the oven. Ah, uh, <laughs> still cooking. This is the third <laughs> album, right? Yes. Yeah, this is your third. Three out of four. I had to watch some. Oh, that's it? Just four? Yeah. They were only together for like five, oh, five they're, years. They're not even together when they released the fourth album. Yeah. They released yeah. the fourth album split up. Well, I know that Morrissey and like the other, is it the other main guy, I, I guess? I think it's the guitar they, player. They hate each other yeah. well, and haven't spoken and like... Johnny Decades. Marr was the guitar player, yeah. and, and Marissi and, and Johnny Moore, Johnny Marr, uh, you know, they wrote all the songs, you know. But towards the end, you could tell that Johnny wanted to go in a different direction, and Marissi wanted to stay doing the same stuff. So I think they had some creative differences on that. And then what really got, who really got screwed over, was like their bass player and drummer. That's what I heard. Or I watched YouTube videos about. Yeah, there was lawsuits about it because apparently, Marissi and Johnny Marr were each getting forty percent. And they were each 40% getting... 40% of record profits, tour profits, any profit. So they Ouch. Did... Well, I mean, did they all form the band together? Or was it two guys who enlisted two other people to join their band? I think it actually started with uh, with Marissi and, and Johnny Marr. But I, I think they were... That's still grossly... I think they all went to the high, same high school together. You know? Yeah, and I think it's one of those deals. It depends who you ask. Yeah. Who had much... Like, because the bass player and the drummer will be like... Yeah, we were part of the Smiths. Like, I'm the guy who made the drum beat. Well, the thing <laughs> that attracted me to the Smiths the most is the fact that th they actually have a presenting bass. You know what I mean? It's like so many bands, you know, a good bass player should obviously play with the music and play for the tune. But you, that doesn't mean that you have to just play, you know, eighth notes of the root. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yes. And he, he's actually dynamic no when he plays. I mean, if you listen to some of the Smith songs, I mean, that bass is just phenomenal. It makes the whole song. You know, It is the thing I was going to say, because normally I try to pick out, like, what is my favorite instrument? Because I listen to music in that way. Like, I'm going to listen to the drummer this time. I'm going to listen to the bass player this time. So I was trying to choose who my favorite is. And the person who stuck out the most to me is the bass player because the guitar is just more like a jangly 
free flowing kind of thing most of the yeah. time, but the bass player is doing like it's runs and stuff <laughs> a lot of the time. So I'm glad you said that too because I agree with this bass assessment. Have you ever listened to any Morrissey? Or do you just like the Smiths? A little bit, but I don't delve too much into it because to me it just sounds like he's trying too hard to do the same thing as he was doing with the smiths mm-hmm. from what i've heard of that or is he just kind of a one-trick pony maybe i, th- I mean maybe that's be, all yeah. he can do some people though just have a love for a certain sound and they're like you can tell me i'm in a box but i want to be in that box it's the <laughs> yeah. box i like that's no- nothing necessarily wrong with it i, I think s- it's i think everyone is valid by saying i yeah. want to do this or i want to keep doing what we're doing because yeah. it's working yeah. i mean do you think they're both right Absolutely. Do you think production has a lot to do with it too? Like, do you like this '80s sound more than like a current sound Morrissey would have? Because that's how like I fall with like punk and stuff. I'm like, I know they're kind of playing the same thing, but it's recorded better now, so I don't like it as much. I liked it a little dirtier. Yeah, I you know, there's a lot of stuff like that, like that old analog recording sound. You know what I mean? Where they had to go through and like, like I watched. Uh, it's kind of off topic, but I w- just oh, watched. Oh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I just watched Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time. Oh, okay. And, you know, and, and you see that scene where they're like, you know, first starting out and they're just like doing all this weird stuff to capture recording sounds and stuff, you know, you know, the old, you know, mic tricks, you know, putting them across the room and uh-huh. stuff and then running, you know, doing the stereo effect. And, and it's like, you know, people don't do that anymore. It's like you hop in a booth and it's like, we'll fix it in post-production, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Or you just like you got a library of these effects and you don't have to like figure out how to get that tone. Like you can just hit a preset and be like, yeah, it's seventies vintage. It says it right there. And you'd be like, no, back then I had to like put a microphone at the end of a hallway and a guy had to hold a spring in the middle of it and fart at minute 12. (laughs) I think that has to do with my taking it back to an episode that Kent was on was when he did that fits in the tantrums Uh where it's a modern band doing like older style music a, a vintage and it just doesn't quite it just doesn't quite hit because it doesn't have that warmth that the original stuff had because they're using the digital software to try to emulate yeah. the original stuff i do love it when bands some bands still do that they're like no we're going to record on tape and we're going to get the microphones from them we're going to use the amps from then and you can tell there's a warmth it just sucks yeah. that everything then gets put on the phone and streaming and it sounds digital anyway. <laughs> like, I know it sounds really hipster, but I've been like, I've really gotten into collecting vinyl. Oh, we've got and, a vinyl collection just over there. And I had a bunch from, you know, my dad and stuff that I collected over the years and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it's such a better sound. Oh, I, I listened crazy. to my dad's and my grandparents' records and stuff when I would be around. Like, I would do that. So to me, it was always a part of my well, childhood. I think we were one of the last generations to grow up with that kind of technology, you know, because it was still in the house, you know, when we were younger. Oh, yeah. I had one of those big like dresser things that uh-huh. was like a record player and a radio and it took that much equipment to make that sound yeah. uh-huh. you come in it's like it's a piece of furniture to listen to a record or put an eight track in it Sometimes it was sitting a, right fucking there for years is there a tv in there too the, the no that's too much technology in this thing man it became just a tv stand at my grandparents house they had one of those that, that didn't get used so they just put a tv on top of it i'm sure that happened across the nation <laughs> i'm sure let's uh, move along to the next song i know it's over so Rob, I gotta let you know, when I first heard this album, it was so goddamn rough for me. <laughs> I'm sure you knew that it was I gonna figured, be rough for me. So when I picked this album, I was, you know, I was, I was torn, and then I finally, you know, I got to the point, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I was like, it's gonna be the Smiths. Please, yeah. And then I thought about it like five minutes afterwards, I'm like, sitting there drinking a beer, and I'm like, 
Sam's gonna oh, fucking wow. hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, well, maybe he won't. I don't know. You know, so I haven't seen him like. You know, that's, we haven't hung out in like 20 years. So. That's not a bad thing, though. It, honestly, whether we like it or not, it's nice to throw something that yes. we've never heard before or something that we've, we've never done anything like this. We, I was going to say, I appreciate that you did that because we need things that can be polarizing. But We don't need to just have a jizz sandwich every episode yes. because we're just enjoying everything. Now, while it got easier each listen, still not in my bag. <laughs> so this track, and I think the next track is Elvisy. Is the is kind of the hardest ones to listen to on the album. I would agree. And I think they should have split them up. Like I would have put another song after this that was a little bit more up tempo. Uh, yeah. Because I think it's kind of hard going from this one to the next, and you'll and they'll hear that. You know, it's. But this has got that. This goes back to that 1960s feel. This is like totally a 60s pop ballad. Yeah, he's schmoozing, baby. It's just not my jams. When you it's said, hard for me to pay attention. When to. you said Elvis, I don't think it sounds like Elvis, but I think it sounds. It goes back to almost like the '50s style. Yeah. Of. Oh, well, have you seen his hair from then? He's kind of like El- a '50s. Yeah, he in does it. have that. He's right there. <laughs> On Rob's shirt. I don't think he looks like that though. He has like no, a new wave look. He's got a. That. He's got an eraser head haircut going on. He looks like he works at Kroger, is what you're saying. There's Johnny Marr. Is that what his name was? They're all so depressed. They're all so angsty. 40, 40, 10, 10. Those are the two 10s in the back, and the 40s are in the front. (laughs) Those poor guys. (laughs) The drummer and the bass player are always in the back, though. It's It's true. It's true. Unless you're Gene Simmons, you just don't get that glam. And it's like, as a drummer, technically, unless you make it happen... You don't get writing credit for a fucking song if you're the yeah. drummer, unless you like unless put you it in your Collins. contract. <laughs> yeah, well, like Pantera, that's why they did it. They were, like yeah. they would write all songs written by and then put all four members, and you've got to do that. Otherwise, that's what splits up. The bands. residuals will just automatically fall. To like, well, here you go, guitar player, and here you go, singer, and then the bass player and drummer. Are like, uh, so what? Money ruins everything, you know. It's it a- does. I think that's why the best band you should just like go, unless you're hiring people. Yeah. You just need to split it evenly. Also. Yeah, you're, you're just, just getting studio artists. You know, like yeah. So do you have an opinion of Morrissey as a person? Because I'm sure you're aware that he is polarizing to some people, and some people love the Smiths and don't like Morrissey. And I've got a backup question. Do you eat meat? <laughs> so <laughs> meat, is, meat is not murder in my eyes. Yeah, okay. They're so. a weaker species. Fuck them. Yeah, it's like, you know. And they're delicious. In the words of uh, Sarah Palin, you know, if God didn't want us to eat meat, why did he make it so delicious? <laughs> so You bacon-eating son of a bitch. <laughs> but so, Marissi. I love meat. It's kind of ironic that, you know, all his songs are about being this shy boy, you know, and not being able to get along, and yet in public... But I think he tried on purpose to personify that rock star atmosphere, but he is really a narcissistic person. Oh, oh from when I started researching, I was like, oh, not many people like this guy. Like, he had a, a feud with the lead singer from The Cure for, like, Yeah, Robert years. Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Robert Smith. And Robert Smith's a pretty nice guy if you, like, watch his interviews and stuff like that. And, like, you know, Marissi, he's just like... You know, I think it started off where, you know, Robert gave him a compliment, you know, and he, like, just kind of turned around and he's like, you know... What's his band? You know, he's not Marissi. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, that's very hateable. Yeah, I saw an interview where Lemmy was talking a little bit shit from Motorhead. He was like, yeah. 
he didn't say fuck Morrissey, but that was the tone. <laughs> but then I've seen other, you know, interviews where people are talking about him saying he's like generally a nice guy, you know. So it's like I don't know what to believe. I don't know the guy personally. I do know yeah. he's kind of an ass in public. I, I went to a Reddit thread and it was like 50-50. Some people were just like Morrissey is great. He speaks the truth and people don't like that. And some of it was just like he's a fucking like asshole and he's it's probably both in real life yeah. i mean a person can be both of those things you well, know i can so, be an asshole to you yeah, but then they but also like specifically listed like things that he he's done yeah. that have been like very public and controversial <laughs> so i was thinking of it this though like i could also see if you're an emotional boy and you might it's like i have a tendency to be like oh you think that was bad Watch this. And you <laughs> yeah. might not necessarily believe what you're doing, but you'll be like, I'm just doing it now to get a rise out of you and kind of piss you off because you pissed me off. So I feel like sometimes maybe a hurt, scared, sad little boy <laughs> might just be doing that. But I do think the narcissism is a mountain tall in his but you know, the way he acts. To your point, that could be a defense mechanism of the fact that it he could. is so insecure. But at his age, isn't it time to be like, I'm tired of being an asshole. <laughs> I need to calm down. I think he apologized to, uh, you know, The Cure and, you know, said that they actually do good music. And Wow. That probably took old Morrissey to do that. <laughs> yeah, it did. It probably took many decades. And then I watched a video today where this little boy kind of dressed up like Morrissey, that version of Morrissey. <laughs> With the glasses and the hair, and he was holding flowers like I've seen Morrissey do a few times. <laughs> was he like, got up on, He got up on stage, and he was, like, hugging Morrissey, and Morrissey was hugging him. And I was like, well, he's being sweet to that boy. What's going on here? Because <laughs> he looked like him. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, my God, you're like, right. It's like looking into a mirror. <laughs> Narcissism 101. God damn it. Yeesh. That sweet boat we just got ruined. <laughs> Whoops. Understandably so. Let's uh, move along to the next song, Never Had No Ever. What? Never had no one ever. I said there that wrong. I was like, that felt very wrong. Danzig. <laughs> Danzig. Because yeah. this is, it does kind of have that same like. Really? There's a certain Danzig song. I wish I knew what it was off the top of my head. But where it, they kind of like go for this Elvis. They're not being Elvis, but they're emulating like the. It's like crooning a little. Yeah, crooning. Did you like, have a music video for that one? Because I think I remember something like the that. The Danzig one? Yeah. I'll have to look it up on the break. <laughs> I can find it quite easily. Man, I almost just thought of it just now what it would have been called. But Danzig, like people have called him Evil Elvis for years, so that's sort of <laughs> And even right there. Man, we do need to find this Danzig song because it sounds a lot like this. <laughs> I wouldn't be. You know what? I bet there's there's uh, correlations between Danzig and Morrissey. Narcissistic, no, yeah. depressed. Don't like being around people. Pale. <laughs> Pale. Uh, Morrissey's a lot taller than him, though. But well, Danzig's got those guns like Rob does on his arms. So. One has way better hair than the other. <laughs> Are you saying Morrissey's hair is better than Danzig's? Yes. Because Danzig's is long and thin, and you hate that I have long and thin hair. Danzig, he looks like an old cow woman. <laughs> he really does. I thought you said cow woman at first. It's no. like an old cow woman. No. No, no, no. That's me. There's Move. misfit songs that sound like this, too. Really? Like yeah. one or two. This is so, yeah. It's this like is that. not my bag. It's almost this 50, right here. 60s. I think it's because they all grew up around the 60s. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I just also think his voice is odd to me. 
Morrissey? Not odd, but yeah, it just doesn't work for me. Uh, I, he is drowning himself in like a reverb. Not drowning, but he's got a heavy amount of that floaty reverb sound, which is helping it sound like that ethereal, depressed space. Sometimes I feel like he's just making up as he goes along. You know, it's like he got drunk and forgot the lyrics, and he's like, Because nah, 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 there's nah, a lot nah, of nah. O's and laws. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Morrissey didn't get fucked up. No, he's uh, celibate and straight edge. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Does he jerk off? Uh, if you're celibate, I don't think you even fuck your hand. I think you don't do anything. Like he just he- has wet dreams. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's how gets, that works. And then he gets mad at it and he yells at the sheep. Doesn't that just happen when you're young? You don't have wet dreams your whole life, do you? I don't know. Like when you're like a 50-year-old man, you're not still having wet dreams because you're not tugging your pud. Tugging <laughs> your pud. I'm going to make a shirt now. It's just your face. And it says, tugging your pud. <laughs> yeah, that's the face. I'm glad it's on camera. Got it. <laughs> I'll give it to you. That's fine. Just ask. Yeah. So do you listen to more Smiths than just this? Do you listen to all the albums? That was rough. Say that yeah, again. It was, <laughs> more it was, Smiths than just this? It was hard to, to nail it down to an actual album because I wanted something that you might be somewhat familiar with, but at the same time, because there there's a lot of hits on different other albums, and there are some songs that I find better that aren't on this album, but song for song, I think this one has, you know, the best represents their kind of opus. Yeah. Know, like, when I looked into it, people said this was like most people's favorite yeah. album they even consider the one before this like a masterpiece and they like how can you top this and then they put this out and smith's fans were like jesus christ they did it again and then they had one more album and it all fell apart right <laughs> fell apart before the. <laughs> yeah because like even on this album they're like firing the bass player the bass player <laughs> well, that he was... like left a post-it note on his car said, yeah like, so that like good luck but then morrissey denies it yeah but <laughs> I th- it, it sounds like something he would do i right? know right <laughs> his narcissism was just so high that night that he forgot he well, i guess it. he was really hooked on heroin at the time yeah that's how, then that's what you put into like oh do you believe the heroin guy or do you believe the narcissist guy he settled in court too i think uh the bass player stretched it out and actually got a lot more money i think he got a couple million from the yeah. lawsuit but he settled for like eighty three thousand dollars because he was broke from buying drugs yeah the bass player settled for yeah but now i think the drummer it's the drummer that got the good deal right yeah he got like back pay so many millions of dollars and he got his 25 percent. who paid was it the company the record company i think record company probably part of morrissey probably yeah, morrissey part of- had to owe some johnny okay. marr had to pay yeah. wow that sucks Can you imagine morrissey handing over money a this lot easier than Johnny Marr. <laughs> He'd definitely least... do it before the Queen would. <laughs> God save the Queen. Let's listen to Cemetery Gates before we take a little break. Get, bring oh. that back up a little bit. I thought we were talking about Pantera. This is... <laughs> yeah. I do want to say, I did just look at the album because I didn't look into this at all. They had three singles, and they're all backloaded on the album. We've not heard any of the singles yet. Interesting. They're all in the second half, which um, is an interesting choice. You don't see that very often. This is a much preferred The Smith song. <laughs> like, this is the style that I needed to be the whole album. This was still on a... Upbeat, I mean. I think this was still on an independent record label. Oh, really? Jeez. I think they'd be capitalizing by now. Selling out to the man, as they would say. <laughs> I'd sell it right now. Please, somebody give me money. Dear God. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about Kraft Cheese. I'll talk about McDonald's. I just don't care. Kraft cheese. cheese, huh? Yeah, they want our business. I haven't told you. 
No, they don't. Because of our millions of listeners. <laughs> well, Kraft, I don't eat you, so get out of my life. Kraft cheese is terrible. <laughs> That's not even cheese. Get the fuck out of my face, Kraft. Kraft makes real cheese? I don't believe that. It's American so on cheese slices? You're talking about it's a cheese, cheese whiz. It's a cheese product. I don't believe it. Isn't that the shit that burns when you set it on fire? It doesn't melt. It just burns and turns black. Just fuck you, Kraft cheese. You're, you're thinking of that good government cheese. Uh, you know that? that good government Listen cheese. Listen to this. Military boy. <laughs> he, know, he knows what's up. It's like that good good. How many shots did you have to get? <laughs> so I've heard stories from other people that were in the military that were like, I was a guinea pig for like fluid. I was thinking about this oh, the I other day. And I remember we got like 20 shots or so before our, our deployment. And I think I only have like a handful on my shot records. And I'm thinking, is this on purpose or is this on accident? You know, this is not the first I've heard. This. I have no idea what they gave me, but you know, I mean, I'm still kicking. Isn't that scary though to it's... be doing that to people who are fighting for you? Not for them. Or, or do you think they put like methamphetamines in there and shit? No, I think they're running a bunch of experiments to see what this does. I mean, you guys got your COVID shots, right? Yeah, we actually did. Yeah, we did because <laughs> I'm morbidly obese and I don't want to die. <laughs> That's kind why. Of, kind of the same thing. It's just, you know, rush, not FDA approved. Um, you know. I think they're doing it like, give this, see if it becomes a super soldier. I did kind of wonder. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, did they also pump you up? So I was doing two patrols a day for a while. And, you know, I was running off of three, four hours of sleep. And we did that for a while. And, of course, we had this, like, prison makeshift gym. And I was still getting jacked. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm like, hmm, you know, I'm not taking steroids or anything, but why huh. am I getting this big when I'm, you know, burning like, you know, 8,000 calories a day? You're right. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, it's hard to say. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Wouldn't be surprised. You're going to be like Blanca. Is that what his name was from Street Fighter? You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? That green guy that's got all the hair on his back. And he's like, Rawr! that's what you're going to turn into. I'd totally be that person to hit 40 and be like, I have low testosterone. Please give me testosterone. I have low T. It's called low T. <laughs> right. my, my balls aren't producing enough T. You need to come up with that Danzig song during okay. this break. We're going to take a little guess break. Guess what else I need to come up with? An album to give me? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Sam. I've, that's why I warned you about this like a week ago. I thought about it three times today. I still didn't do it. Uh, we'll figure it out. All right, Danzig's coming your way. Just dripping with grossness. We're back. <laughs> Do you hear the Morrissey depression in this oh, yeah. too? The melancholy. Yeah. Let it get to the let it get to the chorus. I want Danzig to do a Morrissey album, and I want Morrissey to do a Danzig album. <laughs> I don't think their egos could fit in a studio together. You know, I don't think they'd just be like, what is this shit? It's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want this to keep going? I'll just get ready to turn it down. <laughs> Danzig holding flowers. <laughs> <laughs> and Morrissey in like a sleeveless shirt trying to be buff. Holding kitty litter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the... <laughs> The only image you think of when you think of dancing, isn't it? It's the most important one. (laughs) Him shopping for his cats. It means he's a kind man. Uh, He's a man with big shoulders and a big heart. I know know people that uh, would drive by his house a lot. And they said that he just had the same pile of bricks on his porch for like 15 years. (laughs) 
Danzig don't break. And people would complain about the pile of bricks because they thought it was ugly, and he just he would just leave this pile of bricks on his porch out of spite. Yeah. There you go. Well, we're back. We're back. We have Rob here. He uh-huh. stayed. It's it's weird to like reintroduce things halfway through a podcast because no one just like starts a podcast, doesn't listen to the beginning, scrolls to the midway point. Yeah. It's like, let's start here. But that's not how it's it works. Traditional radio and it feels good when you do it. That's why we do it. Well, we're back, and this guy's here, and that guy's over there, and I'm here. So uh, we're listening to Morrissey. We are. And just we're, kidding. And we're no, doing, we're not. I was hoping you were going to be like, no, we're not. I was, was going to just make a thing like, we did push-ups during the break. I'm as buff as ever. <laughs> Rob gave me some p- tips and pointers. He gave you a tip or two. Uh, <laughs> we are listening to the Smiths. Uh, you want to you wanna start this album before I say what I was going to say next to Reno? I guess if that's what you're instructing me to do, then do that's it. probably how I should you, handle this situation. You are the wife, and what I command is what must be done. <laughs> I don't think I like being called In fact, that. I'm going to need you to make my friend here a sandwich. I don't want to have to yell at you again. <laughs> 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 Let's play the first of uh Jesus I love Christ. it. Fucking love it. All right, we have uh three singles. We are listening to one of them now. Big Mouth Strikes Again. Mm. Which when I think of Big Mouth, I think of the show. Have you ever seen the show Big Mouth? No. On Netflix? I think of that too. It's a cartoon about kids growing up and like going through puberty and stuff. It's fucked up. But I think of that Oh god. I think of that every article I wrote about I read about Morrissey like saying something controversial. Every single one would be like, "Big Mouth speaks again." <laughs> yeah. Or what was the song called? Big Mouth strikes, strikes, strikes again. That's they say, "Big Mouth strikes again." Another one where he's got a lot. La la. I watched la la. I'm Morrissey. I'm a beautiful man. Watch me dance. I watched me, and he's very for a guy who doesn't want to fuck. He could sure move those hips. I think uh, Rick Astley picked up some moves off of him, you know? Ooh. They should have a hip off. A hip off? <laughs> mm-hmm. a hip off. I think Morrissey's going to win. Yeah. I truly do. He's still doing those hip movements. Okay, so based on how you keep doing the Morrissey dance, who does it better, Morrissey or Scott Weiland? I was going to say, I feel like I'm doing a Scott <laughs> Weiland, too. Scott Weiland seems more heroin-induced, whereas... A little jerkier? Yeah, yeah, jerkier, that's what it is. A little more, like, erratic. Whereas Morrissey seemed more like, this is the only time I'm free. You they know what got, I mean? They all got it from the king. The this king? the only time I'm free from the chains <laughs> of the patriarchy. Yeah, exactly. Get the queen out of my life. The queen is dead. <laughs> Do you think more? What did Morrissey say when the Queen died? I think I need to know this. I wouldn't be surprised if he just tweeted like "good." Period. He just reposted his album. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like I told you. Dead. He just put the album cover of the Smith. Although it sucks that people like that. They always like, I don't want to revisit. What's the point of revisiting? It's just uh, like, see, come on, garbage. dude. It's for us. It the is, people who bought your fucking album. It is, but it's not because sometimes making music is therapy for people, and that's their way of getting it out. It's which true. I'm not asking them to make hard music. To like tour if they choose to tour it and just constantly perform those songs over and over four again. Four shows a year. That's all I'm asking. But I, it's weird to just be like, I'm going to abandon this thing that you loved me for, and that's like why you like me in the first place. And like, don't talk. I'm not even saying like get together again. I'm saying like sometimes guys don't even want to talk about the band. It's like, well, that was the only good thing you did, so that's all we want to hear about. It's like Urkel. 
Julia White didn't want to talk about it for a long time. But all we want to talk about with Julia White is Urkel. And now he has a marijuana line. He does. And it's called Purple Urkel. It's called Purple Urkel. Everybody's been cashing in on that. <laughs> Why and, not? And when it first came out, he was giving celebrities a gift package with that and a waffle maker that made Urkel's face when you made a waffle. Yeah, it was shaped like his face. And my God, I just realized I need to look those up on eBay to see if I can get myself an Urkel. An Urkel? An Urkel? Urkel waffle maker. So what, what happens afterwards? Do you turn into Stefan or does it... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would turn into Myrtle Urkel. <laughs> you smoke some purple Urkel that's sitting, you're like, hey, Laura, look fine, girl. <laughs> or you'd be like, did I do that? <laughs> but still a Stefan, but you just only say Urkel lines. Or it really makes you eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> cheese pancakes. Cheese pancakes. Ew, that's fucking disgusting. Not necessarily. You can make savory pancakes. What's the grossest thing you had to eat in the army? Uh, there was this shrimp jambalaya that was out of an MRE. I never... See, we always tried to stick our hand in the box, and you, the goal was you picked one out, and you didn't know what it was. You know, it was the only fair way to do it. We called the guys that would pick through the box, we called it rat fucking, you know, because they'd really, you know, they'd screw you over, you know, because yeah. they'd grab the good ones out with the candy in it and shit, and you'd be left with oh, that's shrimp jambalaya. Terrible. And so it's only sh- fair to just take it by chance. Shrimp, shelf-stabled shrimp in a packet that's made to last for five years. That's dehydrated for a while. Just, I mean, it's not even dehydrated, you know? This oh, is the it's stuff not. that's liquid, you know? So it's like, oh. and it's in a pouch. I guess I thought the MRE is you you add water, but no. There was some They're just stuff, ready to go. There's some out there that, that you add water to. Those were okay. like the cold weather long range MREs that were dehydrated, and those were saltier than crap, man. I was like, oh. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack after sense. eating one of those. Huh. But this stuff, I mean, a lot of that stuff, like you wouldn't shit for a week after eating it. Like Ugh. this was like, as soon as I ate it, like my gut was like wrenching and I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. Because that's good to clean out what you've been packing in there for about a week. And I'll eat just about anything, but you don't want to eat that before patrol. <laughs> don't, what was it called? I forgot. I was going to say shrimp linguine. <laughs> shrimp jambalaya. Don't eat the jump, shrimp jambalaya before you go out. What was the you best will shit thing then? Pants. What was your favorite thing? Oh yeah, good question. Uh, they had one that was like, uh, what was it? The sloppy Joe was all right because it's pretty hard to screw that up. And then there was like a spaghetti and meat sauce that was, you know, it was kind of like Chef Boyardee. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. That'd probably be not that bad. But so I would really never eat any of it again. You know, it's like after you live off of that for a while, it's like I just, I see people eating that for fun. I'm like, oh God, why? Oh, like <laughs> Chef Boyardee? <laughs> oh no, I can't eat any of that kind of stuff. I, I was, didn't even go through what you did. I just think it's gross. I was just a poor kid, but I didn't get stuff like that. So I looked at things like Chef Boyardee when I was a kid, like that's the good stuff. <laughs> and then when I actually had it, I was like, oh, this stuff is garbage. So <laughs> Chef Boyardee, I had to eat Cook Moyargee. <laughs> oh, I definitely. <laughs> from Save-A-Lot. Yes, yeah. Save-A-Lot ravioli is what I ate. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Let's move along to the boy with a thorn in his side, which was the, I believe, yeah, this is the first lead single off of this album. Okay, I was This interested. is what they led but with. I didn't know what singles were. The boy uh, with I thought thorn Big Mouth Strikes Again was... That was the second one, according oh, to what God. this says. I do, those jangly I guitars. Say, I do prefer the, uh, obviously, the more energetic songs. Yeah, when it when it goes low, it goes real... Low, it but gets, I'm also just not a fan of his voice personally. It gets so dark I'm, pretty quick. You know? Yeah, 
I said melancholy and I'm sad. Yeah, I guess I, I don't really traffic in melancholy and sad. That's I think that's why it turns me off. You don't traffic in it? Like I don't ever I can't think of one artist that I listen to. Hey, would to. you like some melancholy? Yeah. <laughs> hey, pretty lady, would you like some melancholy and sad? <laughs> I got both. Interesting. <laughs> but I can't think of like an artist that I listen to on my own time that's like they're they're depressed, but they put it out as like rage or anger or aggression. It's never like I'm truly sad and I'm gonna sit in a dark room. I don't think. Now I maybe. Now I've also been quoted on this podcast saying like I want you to be depressed and I want you to want to kill yourself and that's the music I want to hear. Well, that, the inconsistencies are part of what make us who we are. But my want to kill yourself is like. Needle in my arm, yeah, like, know. you know what I mean? Like, truly gross. This seems like fancy boy sad. <laughs> I'm mad at the establishment. Mercy is quite delicate. You know, he does it. seem delicate, and he seems like he... Like the flowers that he holds. <laughs> I don't know if he grew up in a well situation, necessarily, like, with money, but it seems like he likes the finer things, is what I would assume. I think he never quite, and there's a lot of tracks on here... Word. I don't think he ever quite felt at home, like mm-hmm. even in his own hometown. I, I felt he just kind of felt like he had no place anywhere. Alienated everywhere he goes, which would be a shitty situation. <laughs> but that could also just be his interpretation. I'm sure it is. Maybe, maybe if you're an asshole to people, or you're just like, I'm above this. This town's then not good enough for me. People won't really talk to you, right. and you will feel alienated. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I'm not saying it is his fault, but maybe some of it is also him <laughs> being a little bit pretentious on the front. Maybe, maybe someone in that town was like, "Hey, Marcy, would you like to come over tomorrow?" And he's like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and they're like, "All right, I try." And then they're like, "Don't talk to that guy. He yelled at me for no reason." And he's like, "Why doesn't anyone like me?" I think a lot of it too was like, he was like, I think at that point he was really confused about his sexuality too. So I think that... But he does say that he's not a homosexual, but he's like a human sexual or something. Yeah, which I don't quite understand. So That means but he's bisexual and will put whatever thing he wants no. in his mouth that he's attracted to I at that time. I don't think it's... I don't even think it's about sex. I think it's just about the person. And yeah. it may not... Because if he's celibate, I don't think sex is necessarily a, a deal breaker for him. It really is just the person and coexisting, I would imagine. But it was the 80s, too. And like I think it wasn't... AIDS? Well, I mean, that... <laughs> yeah, that well, I mean, AIDS were big and scary, so a lot of people also... The AIDS ...acted differently because they didn't want to get AIDS and die. That was me putting 80s and AIDS together. You didn't pick up I did not, and I wish you wouldn't have brought it to our attention, <laughs> to be quite honest What were you going to say? You were afraid what... He was afraid what? Well, I think it was, you know, like, wasn't, like, in London, wasn't, like, it was illegal to be a homosexual for a while? They just decriminalized oh. it, like, 10 years before, oh, like, this man. came out, I think. Oh, wow. You know, That's I, wild. I think I read that somewhere. That's intense. So there would have to be, like, a tremendous shame or whatever, you know, that he felt, you know. that Or just fright, like, am I going to get in trouble <laughs> or just because I want to suck a dick? <laughs> or or make love to this couch back here? Wait, no, it's not a human. <laughs> also, yeah. Just, I don't, I'm a human. What is I'm a... Damn it. Human a human sexual. sexual? Yeah, that's what it was. A humosexual. I know somebody who's fucked a couch, but it's because they put a flashlight under the cushion. <laughs> you know him too. I probably do, but I, do you remember last like summer when there were multiple flashlights in the streets of Batesville? Flashlight tubes? Did they get it from Spencer's? I don't know where they got it from. <laughs> they were uh, dirty. The, the kid I'm talking about that fucked the couch ordered it and got it delivered to the high school so he could. Uh, it didn't go to his house. <laughs> 
and he got the mail at the high school and like sorted it out for the teachers. Oh so he was god. like, "Here's my package." Oh my god! And then he went home and he put it underneath the couch cushion and had his way with it. Oh I listened to a show on Sirius XM pretty regularly, and one of the fans sent uh, in a fuck torso. So they've just been slapping it for days. <laughs> you just hear a these fuck torso. <laughs> you just hear these slap sounds because they're just like slapping it. <laughs> it's Horrible. so weird. It's so morbid, man. I mean, that's like it's like here's a quarter of a person. A quarter. Yeah, is it gonna give you a fetish for fucking parts? Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's very Dahmer. Well, it is very Dahmer. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to actually be used. <laughs> I oh. mean, I probably yes, it will is. be. It's supposed to be. It's just know. not being. That's gross. Uh, let's move along to the next <laughs> Smiths song. Smiths me up, baby. Uh, we only up. have a few more songs left. Let's listen to. It's a short out. It's, I think it's 36 oh, minutes. Right? You want to repeat what you just said? Is it Vicar or Vicar? Vicar. 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 That sounds dangerous, so I don't like <laughs> saying it like that. <laughs> oh, okay. Vicar in a tutu. Yeah, it's this has got like a, uh, like a, like a country bop yeah, to it a little does. bit. A little boogie. Yeah, this is where that Elvis feels coming out. This is the bass player on this one, too. I feel like I'm at a county fair. Even like yeah. the sound of it sounds like... I just bought a hog. You're literally like kind of far away looking at a stage and you're like not over enjoying the show, but you like see it and you're like, I'm over here getting this corn dog right now while that happens. You're not enjoying the show. Here's how it went. You went to the county fair. This emo band was playing. For some reason. And everyone's not interested. And finally they were like, hey, let's just play a country sounding song. And this is the song right now. And now some of them are going back over and being like, yeah, boys, now you're getting it. <laughs> yeah, that's when you go to get a corn dog and you're, you turn around because you're like, oh, did they get a new band? Oh, no, it's the same band. They're just pandering. No, he's still <laughs> holding the flowers. <laughs> just not I mean, up anymore. They're just, he's holding he, them down. He held them down a lot. Have you, do you know what we're talking he's about? He's a sad boy. No, I don't. I don't think I've, I've seen, seen it. I've seen a lot of video footage, especially in the 80s when it was actually the Smiths. And he'd have like a bouquet of not like full flowers. Like some of them didn't have the flower ends on them still. But he probably got them in the cemetery. Yeah, <laughs> symmetry. <laughs> but like he just waves them around. That's why the kid in that video had him, I guess. And like you see action figures that people just make or drawings, and he's always holding like a bouquet of flowers. A Marissi action figure. It was like something that just somebody made. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's not like might... NECA came out with it. <laughs> like yeah. someone has like this it altar made of Marissi. Yeah. <laughs> it cries on its own. <laughs> Self-crying tears. It comes with bleeding wrists. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's that depressed. See, that is... Of course, he's never I mean, tried to kill himself, right? I not when you hear songs right? like this. It doesn't sound like he's depressed. Maybe he just hates everyone else, and that makes him angry. I think he's just very in tune with his emotions. And I think he read that they were both, like, into poetry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it seems when people are, like, he's into poetry. He's supposed to be well-read and intelligent. He talks like it, and he seems like he is. But sometimes well-read comes with asshole and narcissism, you know? Because <laughs> then you get in that mode of, like, well... Everyone's no, nowhere near as smart as I am. Correct. So you're like almost grammar. talking down to everyone, and you might not even be trying to. Or you're just like, all the scientists are wrong because I think it should be this way. And it's like, <laughs> you need to just calm down, dude. It's my duty to tell you what kind of an idiot you are. <laughs> it's my duty. <laughs> just read another book. The queen gave me this duty. <laughs> Someone should give him uh, everybody poops and be like, you need to calm down, Morrissey. Everybody does? That's a classic book. Are you not familiar with Everybody Poops? I was doing a bit. Oh, well, no one got it. <laughs> I was going to be like, you you poop? 
Sometimes. I've never pooped in my life. That's absolutely untrue. But the bit didn't happen the way I wanted it Camp to. Camp America Band Camp, you didn't, you didn't poop the whole time you were there, right? I'm not surprised, man. <laughs> uh, sometimes I go a whole weekend without pooping just because I'm not like at my normal place. But uh, yeah, I remember Band Camp. That one, man. I went back too, and it was a chaperone. Were you there that year? You had to have been if you were, because I was a year ahead of you. Was it my senior year? Had to have been. See, I wasn't in band, but I was in band. You know what I mean? I think I did like marching band. Oh! I just I asked Norton. I was like, "Hey, man, can I do this without any credit?" He's like, "Yeah, why not?" Please (laughs) come down. (laughs) So you were in the pit. Yeah. What'd you play in the pit? Anything? Oh God! You know the triangle, the xylophone. I did play the triangle on some Earth. Was it Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah, you guys did Earth, Wind, and Fire. Wait, okay, oh, I that played that show. That was, no, that was a different year. I'm that was my else. senior year, because Ricky was my kid that held the hi hats, and we played all Earth, Wind, and Fire. Songs. It's like all melted together with me. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky wasn't the one that you put on a leash, was it? Yes. Oh, I remember that kid. Yeah. yeah. He's the one I put on a leash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was that the kid who put his wiener on the drums? Or is that a different kid? Somebody put his wheel on drums. <laughs> yeah, wasn't me. I know that. Maybe that was the year after. I can't remember. Like I said, this. Was, oh, drum, drummers get this, weird, snare, man. I think. Well, yeah, I, there drum. was a famous nutsack placing on a drum set that I think happened in a movie. A lot of people saw. That's true. Yeah. But drummers, but like percussion section, gets fucking it was weird. Dirty people back just there, take yeah. their dirty. dicks and balls <laughs> out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I wanted to be and I wanted to do band and be a percussionist, but I thought you had to like buy drums. And I was like, well, I'm a poor kid, so I can't do that. So I'll just sing. <laughs> when they kind of asked you sometimes to buy like a bell set, but if you would have said like, you could have told them, I'm like, what did they say at that time? Indigent? Is that right? Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's that- the term when you say like, I don't have the funds for this. They would have been like, well, you don't have to. Just come in. I didn't know that. I just thought, like, oh, you? we're constantly struggling, so it would be inappropriate to ask how, for this. How different things would have been if you would have been in the percussion section with me? You would have seen how <laughs> animal-like we were. You probably would have hated us all. <laughs> or you would have become an animal. <laughs> I would have become animal the from the Muppets. Percussion always showed up, like, 20 minutes late, you know. Smelling like weed. Eyes were red. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like after lunch. We <laughs> yeah. But we were always on time. You know? I even so, went... I even went as a chaperone oh, and I still think- got <laughs> I'd put everybody to like, to I, bed. I'd go and like check the doors and be like, everybody in bed? Cool. And then I'd go to my friend's room and be like, knock, knock, knock. Time to burn down, fellas. <laughs> you were know. still a kid. I know. You were 19. Remember the year we stole the air conditioners? Were you there for that? And our room only was air conditioned. We stole two of them. Oh, yeah. That, that place was hotter than hell at night. Yeah. And uh, nobody else had air conditioners. And we found a stash of like five of them. And we broke in and stole two of them and put them in our room. So we had two air conditioners in one room. People well, were, no one else had any. Yeah. People were pooping in Pringles cans. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Somebody pooped in a Pringles can. Because they had then, to or because they wanted to? Because it was fun. Okay. And then they took the Pringles oh, can. Wait, was this you? No. Okay. His initials are DB, and he has a hand problem. <laughs> oh, okay. there are multiple DBs. And he put the Pringles can a under underneath the air conditioner unit on the bottom level of one of the priests of the school that we were at, so that the air conditioner would like ventilate the poop smell. And then another time, I think they just did it in the hallway and the whole hallway smelled like shit. <laughs> it was bad. It was crazy stuff. Max body spray. Yep. Was the claw able to bypass 
vending machines. You know how when yes. you try to stick your hand up there, it seems like this part of your hand is like stopping you from getting... He could get up there? Certain ones he was able to, yeah. Oh, man. I would have used that. And he had more than one girl ask if they could, uh, you know... Stick the whole thing yep. in there? <laughs> I'd rather be fisted with three fingers than five. Absolutely. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah. All right. We have two more songs. Let's move along to the... This is actually the last single. Me too, by the way. I'd rather be fisted with three fingers than five. <laughs> there is a light that never goes out. Now that's positive, Morrissey. There you go. No matter how dark it gets, there's still that little light. Tonight. It's because the establishments tried to put the light out. They are trying to stomp your light out. They are. They're trying um, to take your joy and turn off your electricity. I'm, uh, I'm so glad you came on the podcast and gave us something that was like not usual. Because this yeah. would have never fucking happened. So we had this conversation before we recorded. But you are notoriously a fan of Jethro Tall. Yeah. So, and we talked to Zach about this, who's been on the podcast many times. We all expected, or just wouldn't have been surprised, I should say, if you had given us Jethro Tall. So this was fully out of absolutely nowhere. I never, I never expected anyone to ever give us the Smiths. It was never on the radar no. in any way, shape, or form. I like weird music, man. That's. A, that's a I don't even really consider this weird because I've heard of them so much, and like certain comedians that I really like who are like grew up in this time it's like this is their band like, Smiths was their thing oh, yeah. but I always knew like their taste of music wasn't mine so I was like <laughs> kind of expecting it to not be but I will say this for as miserable as I was the first time I heard it just like every other album it, everything gets easier it gets easier each listen yeah. mm-hmm. and then certain things start getting stuck in my head like because <laughs> I listened to it today as well and was like I was walking around like humming certain parts of the rhythms or saying certain words. I was like, "God damn it!" It seeped oh, I, in. I uh, I'll be driving my car and stuff like, I'm going down the road, and I'm all like, "Big mouth." And then a lady looks over and she's like, "What'd you call me, motherfucker?" And Rob realizes his window was down. Don't you dare insult Marissi. I'll insult Marissi as much as I want. I do like a. Uh, he does have a nice head of hair, like you said earlier. Still, still to this day. Hairline? Yeah. He's got a nice, nice okay. head of hair. He's still kind of not that totally going on, but he's still got like the flip going on. I prefer that look, though, that you have on your shirt. Do you think Morrissey's handsome, Michelle? No. You don't? No. Is it his voice doing it to you, or you don't think he's handsome at all? I think it's mostly his voice and his persona that's not handsome. So if he was like a nice, sweet, nerdy boy, you think you'd find him cute? Probably. I mean, I think that Rick Moranis could throw that's me down why I was the saying, like you, and there's butt other... fuck me at the bottom if he wanted to. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Oh, she loves Rick Moranis. He's got a certain nerdy look that I know you dig. So like. Yeah, but he's a little too Fred Schneidery from the B-52s. Like Leonard off of Big Bang Theory in this shirt. You know? he's, he's a little too... He's just not my taste. Gotcha. You almost got Eugene Levy eyebrows going on. Also, not my taste. <laughs> Look at them caterpillars <laughs> crawling across his forehead. <sighs> That's such a morbid compliment, though. I love that. That's the you know, it's like if a ten-ton truck kills the both of us to die by your side, for the pleasure, the privilege is mine. <laughs> oh, wow, he's definitely thinking deep on that one. <laughs> I just wish a truck would hit him. 
I'm doing it. You know what I just remembered? I'm going there just to be a little curmudgeon. I'm taking the place of you. Can you guess what I just remembered that I still haven't? I know that you probably haven't changed your fucking pants in days. No, you know I put these on today because they're shorts, which leads to why am I wearing shorts? Because it was laundry day. (laughs) Guess what's still sitting at? The laundromat right now for oh, hours. Oh my god! My clothes are at the laundromat right now. Don't be, laundry today too. Don't be surprised yeah. if you go there and they're just like thrown out on a table because someone needed the dryer. That's fine. Oh, that pisses me off so mm-hmm. much. Look at you being a nuisance. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot too. But it's there's a lot of dryers in there. We can all use them. I used to like sit with my clothes, you know, and was like, you know, someone might steal these. And then I got to the point where I was like, I'm not fucking sitting here. There's weird people in here. (laughs) I'll just leave it. They want to take my clothes. They can have them. That's why I sit out uh, because currently we have a washer. Dryer is broken, needs to be replaced. So uh, I will just I'll sit out in the van outside and watch things on my phone. Yeah. So I'm not like there, but I'm there. As you can tell, I leave and forget. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, we <laughs> have, it and forget it. We have one more song. I think my theory also might be: if you need to steal these clothes, you okay? I that's guess so you need it more than I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think someone would look at your clothes and just be like, "I don't need these." All right, like, there's too many holes in this. What's going on? <laughs> all right, let's move along to the last song on this album. I'm sure we're all really excited about this one, especially me. <laughs> Some girls are bigger than others. Explain yourself, Michelle. This song is fucking... Turned down? It, it does it on its own. Oh. So it every time this song comes face. on, I think I'm having... Again, I'm getting a text message. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm driving down the road. I'm, like, looking at my phone. I'm like, shit. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just this song. Yeah, it fooled with me. It fooled, it fooled with me just now. Fucked with me just I, now. I'm not a fan of this song. And it's because I think that the lyrics are absolute fucking hogwash. And it doesn't... It's <laughs> so unnecessary. Well, Did you well, say hogwash because he's English? No, because it's a word and it works. Um, but we're gonna get to the chorus pretty soon, and it's a long ways from fat bottom girls make the rock and roll go round. Yeah, but some oh, girls' mothers are bigger than other girls' mothers. Why? I was going to look into this song and see what meaning there was behind this. Do you have any insight onto this? I did, um, just because I was curious. And before I came on here, I kind of wanted to have a little bit of background. I always thought it was a weird song, too. And it was just, Marissi didn't really have a good explanation for it. He's like, I was riding on a moped, and, you know, I happened to notice a girl. And, you know, that was the first time I looked at a woman and realized that women have different contour lines, you know. And, and, you know, some girls are definitely gay. If he's never looked at women and noticed (laughs) that they're shaped differently. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, is any uh, any ten year old boy can tell you that? Uh... <laughs> hmm. Seems women have curves. <laughs> Interesting. I've never noticed before. It's like you're what, what was he? 22 when this album came out. Like, I don't know. It's like, dude. Yeah, that's what makes my penis go flutter. Well, when you're, when you're too busy staring at yourself in the mirror, you know. I, I love how you keep going back to this super narcissist. <laughs> <sighs> that Adonis complex. I, I do like that you explain it with curves better than just like, I thought he was just being like, some girls are fat. <laughs> well, he was the one that used the word contour. So, I mean, you know, that's the... Well, good for him. You know, but he is, you know, extremely smart and nobody knows more than Mercy. So. Uh, I'm sure being with see. him is atrocious. Einstein. Or it's not. No, I I think assume- if he likes you, it's going to be one of those deals where he like, 
You get along really good. I'm not saying that. I think he has high standards. I think he has high expectations. Probably. I probably. think that he is probably I would I would assume he's overbearing, needy, and like I said, just expects a lot from you. He's probably super critical of himself too. Yeah, probably. And he's probably one of those people That's that like where if that you comes do from. something wrong in front of him, he's gonna be like Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, Make what? this situation better, about? please. Man, it's this is ruining my day. Right, Morrissey, what is happening? You ordered meatballs. <laughs> he went meats order. literally in the word. <laughs> <laughs> meats murder. <laughs> and he, he throws the table over. And then he throws blood on you, and you're like, "Well, where'd you get that blood from? <laughs> Did you from the supermarket? They'll, from if from you ask human. For it, they'll let you have it. <laughs> I sucked it out of all of my friends. Ew. <laughs> Is that how he gets? That's like he gets his rocks off. He's like, I don't fuck. I just suck blood from my friends. I don't fuck. I just suck. I'm pretty sure. I'm, fuck, I just suck. I'm pretty I'm, sure that's how you get the hiv. I'm a <laughs> vampire. Oh, it Randomly is. Yeah. Blood out of people. The hiv. I like it. All right. The hiv. <laughs> yeah. So we are finished with the album. We are right now at the part of the podcast uh, where it's time to go over some of those things that we like to call questions. Are you ready, Sam? Woo! I got some questions to think sounds bad. This guitar is out of tune too. We got questions for Rob. We got questions for Rob. We got questions for Rob. Rob. C chord. How's that out of tune? Wait, try G. There's the attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Show me a All right, so. You're uh, with Rob? I already showed it to my nephew accidentally one time. We know the story. Rob does it. <laughs> Rob, why did you choose this album? What was what was the thing that made you say this? Because you did say it was between a few other. Oh God! Because well, I think it was more or less. Um, I wanted something that was going to be, you know, a band that kind of defined a moment in my life. You know, that I kind of related to heavily, but at the same time, I didn't want something that you would think that I would naturally pick, you know, that I was like, because you know, a lot changes in 20 years and absolutely. We haven't seen each other in a long, in long, passing, in, but that's it. You know? yeah. yeah. I think I saw you at the brawl house like once. And that was like, that was even like six years ago. Jeez. Like, I, don't, wow. I don't even remember that happening. You don't remember anything, Sam. I know. You I'm have a, a fucking, bad memory. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Everyone should hate me. So you did say earlier, you thought Sam would hate this. At least upon the first listen, right? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Cause I'm, I'm not like, you know, I don't want to, I don't judge people, you know what I mean? On what they listen to. And, you know, I do realize in something about myself, you know, it's like, I know what you used to listen to, you know, and from the podcast and I've known what you've listened to, you know, when you were younger, you know yeah. what I mean? And I didn't want to judge on the fact that, well, man, he's going to hate this just because, you know, that's like, well, typical Sam, this is going to hate it. You know, I mean, that's it's a true. fair judgment. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I was kind of like, man, he might hate this. And I'm like, eh. You, you, I, this is for future guests you should bring the thing that i'm gonna hate <laughs> that makes the podcast interesting well, that's and, makes more interesting. and maybe one of these days the door will open a little bit <laughs> break you broaden the horizon and i'm glad i finally heard this miss because like even if i don't like something i at least want to know that i oh, yeah. don't like it and have it or real reasons to talk with somebody like it's not my bag and i'm not like mad that someone would like it but like it's just i'm never gonna listen to it <laughs> So, Sam, your yeah. judgment prior to actually listening to it the first time, how did you think it was going to go? How did I think it was going to go? I think I thought 
I knew that it was going to be rough for me to listen to, but I was excited to see Rob again. So I had like this 50-50 thing. Like, this album's going to be rough, but it's still going to be fun. So that's where I'm at. For me, I know a lot of people who are like a decade older than us, who I like, like comedians, who like stuff like this. So I honestly didn't know what I was going to get. I didn't know if I, I was going to like it more than I expected because I was not familiar. I don't know a Smith song. I, I could not name you a Smith song, even though you said that you were familiar with songs. I don't think I've ever heard anything from them before. Apparently, be I've wrong. heard one from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> and I wouldn't rem- remember that. Were there that, any Smiths so. in a Tony Hawk game? <laughs> yeah. So I truly Killer had no soundtrack. idea what I was getting. Sam, do you know how many times you listened to this? I ended up listening to this four times because I felt like I felt like there was something that I was missing, and I was still trying to hear it, and I was still listening to the instruments individually, so... I gave it one more than the minimum. Okay. I, I gave it three. Um, how many times did you listen to this this week, Rob? So I listened to it at least three times today before Ooh. we even had this. But it's so easy with this one because it's only 36 minutes long. You know what I mean? So just driving around town, I'm listening to it. So I probably, yeah. I probably listened to it about 10 times. Ooh. But. I, all right. We've done that before with things that we oh, really like. Man, are there certain albums that can stay in a CD player or something for like a month? <laughs> I just won't get tired of it. Well, I listened to all four Smith albums, you know, back to back when I was driving to Chicago last week because I was like, which one am I going to choose? <laughs> so you do like them all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is this your favorite? This, do you have this, a favorite? This would probably be my fa- If I had to pick an album, this would probably be my favorite. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, least favorite song on the album. Who wants to go first? I think Rob should go first. <laughs> um, shoot, what the heck's the name of it? It's the yeah. Let me let me look at the list here. Let's see, I'm t- I'm terrible at this. Uh, I would probably have to pick never no. I know it's over. Probably it just drags. Like I know it's over. That's the first of those two slower songs. Yeah, this one's really like school dance almost. Like yeah. it's just really uncomfortable. Eighth grade dance. <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah. awkward, uncomfortable. No one's, everyone's like sweaty. And how long is this song gonna be over? Her, I just danced with Valerie Eckstein, and now I'm dancing with Valerie Udi. What the hell's going on? Some bitch is sitting down crying because she asked someone to dance, and they said no. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm walking around asking people for change, and for some reason they're giving me money. <laughs> it worked. God, you're such a weird person. <laughs> Do you know what your least favorite song is on the album? Me? Yes. You can just get the volume back up and you can keep playing that song. <laughs> For two reasons. One, it's the intro of the Smiths that I... If I have a preference of the Smith songs, it's not this style. And if I had to choose between the two that are like this slowness, this one's five minutes and 49 seconds long. The other one is three minutes and 38 seconds long. So there you go. <laughs> I am going to keep it rolling because, honestly, after... Frankly, Mr. Shankly, which was the first upbeat song, it then dropped into this, which I think made it less enjoyable to me. Yeah. So, all across the board, I know it's over. All across the board, just take it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just take it off. I agree with you, though. If you're going to have songs, like more than one song that's that slow, you do need to sandwich that them. shit. Yeah. You cannot put it back to back, or else you're going to get snooze land. It's fine to. That was an interesting it's, way to say. It. It's fine to like. <laughs> you should do a roller coaster almost. You shouldn't. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't just be like. Even though I listen to things that just do this the whole time, but <laughs> if you're gonna have emotions in your music, you should not just go balls because then you gotta like just to get to level. Look how much you gotta go up again. Cannibal Corpse being the exception. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 
I have no reference point for that. All right. Blood Force Castration. <laughs> All right, Rob, most favorite song on the album? Is it Big Mouth Strikes Again? Only because you referenced it earlier, but that is just my guess. It's a tie between that and uh, There's a Light. Oh, that never goes out. So we have to pick one because I have to play it. I would say probably Big Mouth then. Uh, Big Mouth. I, I think I can relate to that one more. This almost here sounds like a classic rock song at the very beginning of it. Oh, you were going more into the heart. Yeah, I was thinking something else. I like the drive of the bass in this, too. This is the song that made me notice the bass the first time. And then it has that small breakdown where you think there's going to be a bass solo, but it only lasts for like two bars. All right. Morrissey my flowers. Sam, do you know what your most favorite song is? I'm going to stick with Rob. I'm going Big Mouth Strikes Again is my favorite song Oh, man. Someone's just not making choices for themselves No, I chose this. Shut your mouth. I'm going to go with some It was either this or Frankly Mr. Shankly. (laughs) It was Frankly Mr. Shankly was a a runner-up. It's just a fun song. This one's... Well, Frankly Mr. Shankly is my favorite. Yeah. This almost has like a... A Beatles, you know when Beatles get like boppy sometimes? Yeah. Like Yellow Submarine kind of boppy? That's what it reminds me of. Obladee, Oblada. Yes, there you go. Mr. Shankly. This was the song that when I, I heard the first song and I was like, meh, and then I heard this and I was like, maybe this album isn't going to be as bad. And it didn't change, but I did like that song. Um, <laughs> Do you like that song or is it just your favorite? It's my favorite. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily terrible. I don't think it's because a terrible I think Frankly, Mr. Shankly, like yeah. that's that's fun. Yeah. I'm not going to deny them of that, even if I'm not necessarily into what they do. What they did well, they did well. Um, well said. <laughs> how old were you when you first started listening to this? I don't think we got an age frame. Oh, God. I'd, I ha- I'd have to be probably, God, when did I? 25, 26. Oh, that's older than I expected. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking like earlier 20s than that. Not that it's a huge difference, but still. Um, and you said it took a while to. It wasn't like an immediate love. It took a little bit to kind of warm up to it. Yeah, there were some hits like warm you know, up to it. Panic on the Streets of London. You know, I was instantly kind of like, because it had that uh, almost uh, classic punk, you know, feel. You know, that, that was that clear British punk song. And I was like, yeah, I can get down to this. But then you'd hear other songs, you know, like, you know, some of the tracks on this album. And it's like, well, and skip, you know, but, you know, some that happens a lot. Even with albums I like, I, I skip songs. I'm just like, I don't mm-hmm. know. And it takes a long time for me to like really fully appreciate it. Absolutely. Songs. But so. I'm, I'm pretty patient, though, because I'm, you know, it's like kids don't understand these days what it was like to buy an album. You know what I mean? Because you took a big risk. It was like, here's $20 yes. of my money. Yes. I'm going to buy this album off the shelf because I heard good things and the cover looks cool and you get it and you play it and they're like, there is only two good tracks on this album. Mm-hmm. I just wasted $20. Mm-hmm. So, but because I spent that money, I'm still going to listen to this <laughs> exactly. and then eventually you'll be like, you know what? It's pretty it's good. Bad, I like yeah. this. There's a lot of Mudvayne albums like that for me. Oh, that's another band I only like one album of. I do that a lot. Was it LD50? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we did that one. Goddamn, we were right. That's the we poop Goddamn, name. we right, we did. We speak well on this. Um, no. So, I assume the answer is yes, but I still have to ask formally, would you recommend this album today? Yes, I would. I mean, you recommended it to us, so it seems kind of like a silly question to ask. But I guess I just mean as a whole, like, do you think it stands up against other things as a, you know... I like think that. it's more or less because it's a piece of musical history. You know, I mean, there's not going to be a band like this again. 
you know, and they did influence a lot no. of bands you yeah. know, with their sound. I, I agree with that. I don't think there's going to be music that sounds like this anymore. I think this was very of the time, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it just marked the time. Agreed. Yeah. That's what I'm doing this episode. I'm just agreeing <laughs> yes. with whatever mm-hmm. you say. Yes, Taking sir. It, you're just sliding yeah. home. All right. So, Sam, would you listen <laughs> to this album again? Well, I listen to this album again. Well, of course I will. <laughs> no, I won't. But... <laughs> I still appreciated hearing and I still appreciate knowing the Smiths now and uh, you gotta I, know I know f- just like there. anything I hear new I will now hear references that I'll understand in pop culture or just like in other things like now I'll hear a comedian that I've been listening to for years make a joke and I'll be like he just said Mr. Shankly and I fucking know what he's talking about so <laughs> I do like that, that. Yeah. I'm definitely going to remember Mr. Shankly We'll see about that. It's a shank. He stabs people. He's Mr. Shankly. Well, rate it zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats. Me? Yes. Uh, four. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I will not listen to this again. Um, It's not as bad as I thought it was at first, but I still don't dig it. I think four is a fair number. Just a little under halfway for me. Uh, Four for my personal taste. An eight for your new wave emotional taste. There you go. <laughs> Rob, zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats. I'd say as a whole, I'd rate the album a seven. There you go. I kind of expected How many tracks an are on eight. It? Ten. Ten? There you go. <laughs> all right. Sometimes you, if it's like, if there's ten songs, sometimes you can literally just count like, well, I like that one. I don't like it. Okay, well, I mean, there's definitely seven. <laughs> there's definitely better albums out there, mm-hmm. you know, but if I'm comparing it from, it'd score a lot higher if it was just like that genre, you know. Oh, I got a question for you. Where do the Smiths rank on your, like, band list? Like, are they high up on your list, or is there a lot of bands you would listen to before the Smiths? <sighs> Man, that's a hard question. Or is it just... It's whatever mood you're in, I guess. I pretty much go by the moment. Yeah. Do you still listen to metal and stuff? Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. What's the newest metal you like? Oh god. I gotta think about that for a second. You're putting them on the spot. What's the newest yeah. metal that you like, Sam? <clears throat> Let's see. I think it was Judas Priest, uh, <laughs> Razor's Edge. <laughs> no, Razor's Edge is an ACDC album. <laughs> doesn't British Ma- Steel is what I meant to say. Doesn't Maiden have a new album? Uh, yeah, it's like about. It's got like a Asian theme going on to it, but oh yeah, I remember that. One. I don't know. I still listen to like some newer grindcore kind of bands, but I like metalcore quite a bit. But yeah. I find like metal is such a weird genre that it has too many subgenres. I just like to listen to metal. God damn it, you know? It's like <laughs> it's like well, I like metalcore. It's like well, is that post hardcore metalcore or is that you know? It's like <laughs> is that post crunk crank strunk <laughs> string metal? What? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm de- I just say death metal. I, I think you could metal. say metal and death metal, and literally that just means do they sing or do they go? Well, I I branch out a little bit. I find a hard time like listening to a lot of stuff that I used to that was like straight death metal anymore because I want to hear the lyrics. I don't know if that's just because mm. I'm getting old and cranky. Maybe, but you know, I mean, that tends to happen. You're more invested. There's Maybe. nothing wrong with that. You're looking for things a little deeper. And I guess it's you know I don't feel that way. I don't have that teen angst anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So a lot of stuff that I listen to. I was thinking about, I listened to Korn the other day, and I was like, Oof. I listened to Korn when I was younger, and I used to think, yeah, this band's pretty good, and I listened to it now, I'm like, God, this is horrible. He's like, he's like 15, he's still singing about his childhood traumas. I'm so sad. He's <laughs> like, dude, we know, we all know. All right, so the last thing that we do here before we get to the next thing is describe this album in one word. Am I first? If you would like to be, I'm looking right at you. Flowers. 
Okay. Rob, one word. Morrissey. It's the only word that matters. <laughs> I'm going sad. There you go. You got to say it like that, too. Sad. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I don't know if that's even really indicative of the album. I'm just kind of saying that because it has that melancholy feel. And melancholy isn't necessarily sad. It's just more kind of like defeated or like. Or you, I don't know. You you can be melancholy without being sad. You can just be like, I just I'm aware of the situation. I'm talking about it, but like you are. The world Fuck. is oh, beating me down. It's hard, but I'm still going. I'm out of here. You can't be out of here because we are officially done with the questions. And Sam, you're supposed to give me what's next. So what is the oh, next thing that we're going to be reviewing? Michelle, Michelle, you're going to be so excited to know that this is an album by an American thrash metal band. I can't wait. Called Blind Illusion. Now, what's interesting about this band called Blind Illusion is... I had never heard of them before yesterday. And what is interesting about this band, this album came out in 1988. It's called The Sane Asylum. <laughs> the interesting thing about this band is it features guitarist Larry Lalonde and bassist Les Claypool on a thrash metal album that I've never fucking Wait, known is about. is this pre-Primus? This is pre-Primus. Wow. So that's the reason we're getting into this album. It's the only reason I'm picking another thrash metal band for you to listen to. <laughs> I had no idea this was even a thing. I was literally in the work van yesterday with my coworker, and I was, because he's driving, I make him drive, and I was just looking at my phone, I was like, thrash metal what? What the fuck? I'm a huge Primus fan. How do I not know this? So, Well, you did give us Billy Joel's That's metal band, too. Yeah, did you know Billy Joel had a al- uh, metal album? No, I knew uh, Garth, Garth Brooks had a... Oh, oh didn't, wasn't he Chris, uh, Chris Gaines? Gaines? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, went yeah, to, yeah, he went the melancholy route as well. <laughs> oh, he definitely... He wore that, like, wig thing that yeah, was, that like, in his eyes. The emo Grew hair. a little soul patch <laughs> and made it black. <laughs> definitely. He grew, I remember you think Chris he Gaines. grew a soul patch, or you think he stuck on or a do you soul think patch? Somebody drew it on there with mascara. Sometimes you're like Chad Green, just have to put the cowboy hat on. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh, he should do a, a tour where he... Opens up with Chris Gaines and then <laughs> finishes it with Garth. Just accept it, because like it's hard to find. I've heard now, like it is. It, it's really it's hard. Still to not find. streaming or anything, right? No. Like I think you have to have the CD of it, or else mm-hmm. you're not getting it's been, it. It's been erased, like yeah. the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> That's coming back, baby. <laughs> you can get that anywhere now. All right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if within five years you can buy it like I've special edition Blu-ray. This. What is this? The Star Wars Christmas special? That's because Disney makes money off everything. Everything. I guess I've never heard of this. When? What time was this? Uh, was this like when it was it, in its heyday? Like I think like between nine. two okay. and three, right? Oh, wait, maybe I have Might heard have of this before. Is it between one and two? I know I it's, one two. it's in the middle of the series somewhere, but like everyone's checked out on it. Uh, Princess Leia looks like she's blasted on fucking coke. <laughs> and like just everyone's just like, I just contractually have to do this, <laughs> and it's like Chewbacca's family. It was like is an, trying to get home for Christmas or something. It was like ninety minutes of grunting Wookies. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. So much like the day the clown cried, it's very hard to find. Oh, that's coming out by the way soon. Is it really? That's about to be released from the vault. Yeah, because it Who was like that? fifty years. It was Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis made like the worst movie. Not Jerry ever. Lee Lewis. No, yeah, he's the cousin fucker. Jerry Lewis <laughs> is. Lady, great balls of fire. <laughs> so, what, wait, isn't it like the worst movie ever made or something like that? It's about a clown that w- performed for uh, Jews at an internment camp, I think, to help get them into the like 
into the gas chambers <laughs> well, or that's some a, shit. That sounds horrible. But it was put under, yeah, it was like protected and it was like a f- 50 years. And I think it's coming up like within the next few years yeah. or something. Didn't you like have it locked up and said it can't be seen until like 50 until years? Until after he's dead, <laughs> essentially. Like after he's dead. So I think it's sometime, yeah, it's supposed to come, it's supposed to be available uh-huh. sometime soon. Hey there, Jews, you want to get in the gas chamber? Mm-hmm. It's right over here. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound like a movie at all. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of made it sound like goofy. And that really <laughs> took me out of it. Hey, Max. Well, you know, Disney does make money on everything, don't they? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, uh, uh, we appreciate you coming, Rob. Thank you, Rob. It was, it was very, very fun. It was yeah, very this fun. was a great addition. I'm always looking for new people, and I think that you're a nice fit. You're in. You're a music. You're nerd. in the crew now. You said Ooh. something about music notes earlier, or something. I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me, but you guys were making sense to each They're other. So that's quarter all that notes, eighth notes, <laughs> sixteen. I know. I'm aware of what that is, but he said something else. Notes. Five eight. <laughs> Terry, 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 Terry. Oh, I remember that. I did. I wasn't. A, I and I also took theory class. I music took, theory. I took yeah. music theory, and I also was a choir kid. I won the worst music contest in music theory with the band called Carcass. Woo! Didn't you do? I did Franz List for a report, and then you came up right after me, and you're like, "I am also Franz List from Beyond the Grave." What an asshole! <laughs> was that even planned, or were you just he, he like, once he again like, agreeing he with takes Rob? This piece of paper that was crumpled out of his pocket, and he like unfolds it. It was like his report he wrote down. Like 30 minutes before class. He's been writing your coattails since then, it sounds like. He can't come up with anything to say on this episode. It, was, it got a laugh out of Norton, though. So oh, it was I'm good. sure. People have always appreciated your personality and your shit effort. Not your shit effort. Your personality is what has pushed you through. All right. Uh, so, all I right. just stumble my way through life. You sure do. Sometimes you got to. This is the closest I can get. Someone did put Chris Gaines. Oh, this is Chris, huh? Yeah, we're going to, uh, this is going to go out on a sour note. Smooth, baby. You can take me to bed. This is almost like Kenny Loggins. He's not a terrible singer. No, Garth can sing, right? Yeah. It almost sounds like, uh... But I don't, I'm, well, I'm, it's not for me, once yeah. again. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye, everyone. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Thanks again, Rob. Bye, Rob. Great. We'll see you Thank again. You. That's what...